Hello and welcome to Simply Stanish. Hello, I'm one of your hosts, Emily. And I'm your other very wonderful and amazing host, Mika. And this is Simply Stanish. Pop podcast extraordinaire, sometimes K media and other stuff. Not K media, K dramas is what I meant to say. Which after I finished our beloved summer, I have not watched a single K drama. No, I've I've completely fallen fallen down on the job too. I have been like in the mood to get back into reading, and I'm like looking at my books, and it's like, yeah, I want to start reading that. Yeah, I've been writing. I've been writing. You've been writing? Yeah, like incessantly. (laughs) Well, I joined a fan fiction Discord. Nice. May or may not have been a mistake, but yeah. I finished one and I started another. And my word count is kind of ridiculous, I think. Wait, is this the... I remember you had told... Not the podcast, but me. I, I don't know. Is this the first time we've mentioned your fan fiction on the podcast? Uh, I've mentioned it in passing on the podcast. Okay. Um, is it related to like the prompt stuff that you were talking about? Okay. So, yes, I told you about that one prompt, which I have not written yet. However, nice. I took on eight additional prompts. Nice. Yeah. So I've been writing a different one. Um, yeah. And I've written like 5,000 words in the past like three days. Jeez. Are you ever going to, you know, pass the link over? I don't know. They're like <laughs> two. I don't know if y'all are ready for it. <laughs> but, uh, but tell us what, what kind of, um, what kind of fix do you write? You know, wholesome. Wholesome, of course. Christian Minecraft server. Yeah. We are soft stands over here. <laughs> <laughs> This is For a soft sure. community. <laughs> yeah, but like a uh, BTS stuff, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Who do you write? Yeah. Well, so far I have published a nom cook and I have a mini money up and I am currently writing a nom geek. <laughs> Can you can you write me a Tay one for my birthday? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm hesitant to write Tay because I feel like his characterization is the hardest. Yeah. I will say in the Nanjun Jimin fic, it's a college AU and Tay and Jimin are of course roommates. <laughs> of course. And there's a side pairing of him and Yoongi. <laughs> Love it. I love that. Well, my birthday is in September. There's a scene where Tay is organizing his vinyls and (laughs) Jim is organizing his Chelsea boots. Oh, man, I love it. I love that so much. Well, you got pretty much exactly minus one day, four months till my birthday. So I got time. Am I going to write you uh, your name? (laughs) Um, please don't. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be included in that I'm I'm okay with just admiring from afar I don't need to put myself although I will say I don't know what is wrong with my mind I had a BTS dream last night but it was not pleasant why the world was ending and I saw Jungkook get eaten by a dinosaur Jesus Christ and for some reason, it's like we were in a show because it happened multiple times. It was That's like a so flashback. Weird. 
I don't understand. That's so strange. Yeah. I guess it kind of was like a, like a, like a virtual reality, like type of thing. I don't know if it was, no, I think the world was ending. It is the first episode of the month, right? Yes, it is. Which means it's another debut episode, right? Debut, baby. There's a, there was a lot of groups this month. But before we get to that, what time is it? It's song of the week time. Yes. I was like 7.30. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Yes, it is exactly 7.30 as you're recording this. That is correct. But more importantly, it's song of the week time. Yeah, it is. Uh, (laughs) I think I went first last time. So you go first this time. All right. Well, my songs of the week are very basic. If anyone has ever met me or listened to this podcast at all. Can I guess? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I know one of them is that, that. I told you what the other one is. I know, but in my brain, I still just want to call it still with you. <laughs> it's or, clo- you're close. Or still with me or something like that. What is it? Like, with me? What is it? It's just with you. Oh, with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so in what the last... You said you thought it was like stand by me or something. <laughs> and I don't even remember. Oh, stay with me. That's what I thought it was. Right. Um, so yeah, we were blessed in that on the 26th of April, we received Jimin's first OST single, um, that was featured in our blues, which I still haven't watched the episode yet because I still haven't watched the episode before that episode yet. (laughs) Yeah. I started episode three and, uh, I haven't finished it. Cause like I said, I have, after I've finished our beloved summer, I've just not watched anything. Right. So it, you know, it's like a very, it, it fits very well in a drama. It's like a super like sincere love song and he is he sings it with uh ha sung woon which i'm not gonna lie i had never heard of this person yeah i hadn't either he looked familiar though but, but he that's is not really his voice is really pretty yeah um he was on he's he must be like king of being on osts because he was in a bunch of different ones including he has a song on our beloved summer really he does squabble I don't know. All (laughs) I know is, all I know is Christmas tree and drawer. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Released on April 24th as part of the original soundtrack for the K-drama Our Blues. With You is not only Jimin's first collaboration with Ha Sung Woon, but this also marks Jimin's first solo single. I guess like officially released solo single because he has like the sound. He has Promise. It's always interesting too when they say that because they have solo songs on the album, but I guess it still is like a BTS song. Yeah, like this is like a, well, like you said, he has like Promise and stuff like first not i guess like mainstream official release yeah because that song isn't on like other i mean it's on soundcloud but it's not it's not on like spotify yeah 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 so anyway it's just it's a really pretty song like i don't have a lot of deep things to say about it because it's pretty much just like a love song i want to be with you i want to stay with you i love you i'm nothing without you i'll never leave you my heart is beating because of you like it's like i really love you song but of course what makes it a favorite of mine is i just love jimin's vocals so much i feel like he sounds like an angel and it does something to my soul when i hear him sing like a sincere ballad type of situation it's 
this is really meaningful to me and I like listening to it. It's soothing. It's soothing and he sounds very pretty. That's really all I had to say about it. Yeah, he's I I need a I need to add it onto my um because like I've mentioned before, I have like a 2022 like K-pop mm-hmm. or whatever playlist. Um I need to add it to that. Cause I've listened I listened to it when it was originally released and then I don't know, maybe one other time, but I haven't listened to it since then. Yeah, it's very good. It's very mellow. It's not gonna like pump up the jams, <laughs> but like he just sounds like an angel. It's that's pretty much the takeaway that's if you look at the comments on like the genius lyrics post for the song every single (laughs) comment says something to that effect he's an angel he's come to earth to make our lives better with music you can when you close your eyes you can see his face in front of you (laughs) okay is trying to kill us with his voice yeah anyway soft powerful unique angelic beautiful all those kind of adjectives. I wish there was a video with him in it, but the video for it is just like scenes from the drama, which I do appreciate the fact that his song is set to the relationship that's between the guy and the girl that's in Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Yeah, I like that you know, too. It's, it's all coming together. Yeah. So Stream With You by Jimin. Very good. You'll love it. <laughs> And my other song is also very predictable, which is That That by that, Psy, that, that. produced and featuring Sugar and from starring. BGM. God, duh. <laughs> like, I, I, I really like the song and it's not even one of those situations where like I love the song just because it has a BTS member in it. Like I really think it is such a bop. I think Psy's whole entire new album is bop. Oh hell he yeah. Has, Definitely. Like the best features on 100%. his album. He's incredible. That man is 45 and he is doing this kick-ass choreo in the music video. He's a legend. He's daddy (laughs) everything um and i just really appreciated the way that he and sugar worked together like um did you watch the behind sketch of the that that music video the one that was posted like yesterday yeah i did not i did not yeah it was cute like you can just tell that sugar was having a good time like he was all smiley and like vibing and just i don't know it was very cute (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and what they said about it, looking at um, genius again. What a Cy- genius. Sai said, when meeting younger artists, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. I don't want to be someone who's hard to approach. I think about this quite a bit. He wasn't just my junior in the business, but also he truly feels like a friend. It was hard to feel any age gap. If he thinks of me as a bestie, that's no. great for me. How much younger does that make me? We have a saying in the K-pop industry. If the song is meant to be a hit, it's made in a GIF. It was a GIF I haven't experienced in a long time. I wrote my part and sent it to Sugar, and Sugar took it. And just like table tennis, we went back and forth with ease. We really hit it off. And then Sugar said, at first, because he's so many years my senior and someone who's so well-respected in the business, I was quite nervous. It felt like working with a childhood friend. So I made this song writing process that much more fun we became besties in a way we really made this song in a gif 
<laughs> we made the guide vocals and with it I edited then I wrote my verse and the writing process was super speedy so I like find it adorable that they said almost the exact same thing about each other oh and that God. they're besties now I'm convinced they're besties I love that. that is the greatest news I have heard like all yes. year is that Sai and Yoongi are besties yes and yeah the song slaps the video was incredible all I ever need in my life is Yoongi and leopard print the choreo is super fun we got more cowboy bang tan like Mm -hmm. there's like there's just literally no complaints i i will have one complaint if we do not see them on tiktok doing the dances oh oh yeah that will be my complaint but I mean, right. that a future complaint because we know they won't do it. Um, yeah. I also especially like the part where they're like rapping back and forth at each other. And then they end up like with Sai in Sugar's lap. And I don't know, the, the face that Yungi makes is just so cute. I don't know. He's just cute. <sighs> he is. It's, it's year of the Yungles. He's just really endearing. Like, he's so endearing. It's a good song. Highly recommend. It's everywhere, so not like a hidden gem or anything. But it's yeah. very good. All right. I My also... Turn. Oh, never mind. No, go ahead. I know. You, you... What were you going to say? <laughs> I just really like to imagine in my own world that this is like a secretly queer coded song. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. He says, I don't care. I don't care that I like that, like that to everyone I've longed and longed for. Everybody get ready, set, go. I don't know. So just because he he uses everyone and not every girl or something? No, because he's saying like, I don't care that I like that. I don't, you know. (laughs) I I just think it's a little bit of a reach, but... (laughs) Just let me be queer baited at all times by any small sliver of thing. <laughs> well, that's why when you originally said it, I didn't say. Anything. I know you didn't. I was just like, just let me live in my delusion. I did. Now that you brought it up live. <laughs> <It's> like, well. <laughs> well, that's why I said, forget it. And then you made me say it anyway. So I'm continuing on because my song of the week is also a song off of Sai's new album. Do you want to take any guesses? <laughs> Is it the one with Tableau? No. Okay, wait, let me get a second guess. Is it Ganji? No. Is it now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was like, it's gotta be Tableau, Jesse or Hwasa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my song of the week is Now by Sai featuring Hwasa. And so I just really loved the feel of this song. Um, you've listened to it. I don't know how much you, you've listened to it, right? right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much you've listened to it, but it sounded super familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like it had like a, like a 1980s like type of feel with like the synths in the background, like the synth rips, which is like beautiful magic and so when I went to go because it was like on my mind like oh maybe this will be my song of the week and then I was like let me look into it and so I look into it and I realized why it sounded so familiar it's because it is a Korean remake of uh, a song that was from the 1980s 
by Jermaine Jackson and Pia oh. Zadora, When the Rain Begins to Fall. Hmm. Yeah, which, fun fact, trivia fun fact, it was in the 1984's Voyage of the Rock Aliens movie, which wasn't big here, but it was a big hit in Europe. All right, then. Yeah, so that's why it was so familiar to me. And then, like, I went and played that one, and it's literally, like it's i mean yeah it's a korean remake but i just absolutely what really got me was i love i just love their voices together like i thought they sounded really nice together Mm -hmm. and i agree i want a whole duo album of just them too so yeah the song the original song rain the rain begins to fall it was released in 1984 in europe and and then in 1985 in the u.s and like i said it just it was really popular over in europe um it reached number one in the charts in belgium france netherlands switzerland and west germany and then of course and then of course i said it was featured in the 1984 movie voyage of rock aliens and i didn't realize that i mean i didn't know this person existed honestly but pia zadora actually played in that movie um and the music video it it plays at the beginning of the movie but is absolutely not connected at all to the plot (laughs) so that's good um this is really a winding road yeah and so that's all i have about that it's just it was uh yeah i really like the song i like the original song and i think um Sayan Hwasa did a wonderful rendition remastering remake of it and just made it sound super smooth and like I said the synths were just okay I that is not that did not sound like a synth I'm sorry but it was just magical (laughs) it's not I I don't know I I can't acapella that I'm sorry but yeah that was my song of the week all right and I guess guess that's our album of the week too I know that's what I was about to say everyone should really just stream Sai's new album it's very good Sai night very good I really felt like there was a little bit like all the songs were like so different you know I don't know yeah 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 and so many like we said so many good features we got tablo Hwasa, jesse yungi um highs i think i've i don't know if i said that correctly yeah i have heard that person before um yeah so there we go songs of the week which means it is time it is time for what everyone at least i think everyone has been waiting for and that is our main event for the episode which is debuts it's debut time like i said earlier there were a lot of debuts in april yeah there were lots of debuts in april i do want to mention one other debut that won't be talked about in this episode but i really enjoyed i don't know how many of the debuts you listened to that i posted or just the one that you do Mm. yeah okay so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think there were like out of ones that i posted in like when i was looking there were like eight of them and one that really stood out to me was and it's not the group that i'm doing but i just want to do like an honorable mention and that is me us so me call colon us and it's a duo it's a girl duo and they debuted with the song memories and i absolutely love that song um it's not like it's very slow it's a very slow it's like a ballad um so it's it's really different from at least like the debut songs i've come across especially lately yeah 
you know, the more like energetic, upbeat. Um, but I do recommend checking that out. Um, you don't have to check out the video because I, I think it's from um, like a lesser known company. So it's not really like music video-esque. It's like them like sitting and like singing. So you, you aren't missing out too much. Right. By not, by not watching the videos. But I do recommend checking out the song Memories by me and Colin Us. Um, and I think they only debuted with that one song. So, all right. So moving on to my actual group that I'm going to go over. So when I was going over, when I was looking through these groups, I came across this one group and I was watching their debut, like their music video debut. And I'm like, huh, these girls look awfully familiar. And then I scroll down the top comment. It's like, for those that want to get to know the members, like, here you go. All of them, mostly all of them, are from Girls Planet 999. So, you know and love. Yeah. And it's funny because one of the members that I thought I recognized and I knew who it was, wasn't her at all. (laughs) um, (laughs) But I, it was really cool to do kind of a deep dive on this group. And I didn't even say the group, but it is pronounced Eily One. Um, it's written like I-L-Y colon one. So like, I love you colon one, but it's pronounced I-L-Y one. That's cute. Yeah. Um, it is a girl group under F-C-E-N-M Entertainment. This is a girl group that consists of six members and um, they were originally set to make their debut on March 15th, but I think the whole group got COVID. So it was oh, postponed. No. Yeah. Um, And so they uh, ended up debuting April 4th with their single Love and Bloom. Um, There is no fandom name or color yet at the time of this recording. And I, and according to Kate Profiles, there's no fandom name or color. So like I said, six members, it will go through the members pretty quickly. So we have, so first off we have Nao. She is the leader and main vocalist. She was born July 23rd, 2002. She can speak Korean, Japanese, and English. Oh, is and, that all? Yeah, is that all? And she auditioned for Girls Planet 999, but she didn't make it into the show. Um, and oh, I had totally like mentioned a thought and then I didn't continue on with it. Um, when I said that they were under FCE and M Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was looking through girls, like I said, most of them are from, um, most of them were on Girls Plant 999. And I think like two or three of these were, because originally I thought like, oh, because I was seeing that their original company was this company, like when they went into Girls Planet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did they, I don't want to like, did they just make a group out of the members of that company that didn't make it into the final group? But there are members in this group that weren't originally a part of FCE and M Entertainment. So that debunked that theory. Uh, I see. Yeah. So then, so that is Neyu. I don't have too much on her. She is the shortest member. Um, and yeah, like I said, she speaks Korean, English, and Japanese, and she can play the guitar. So that's cool. So next up, we have Hannah or Hannah. Um, she is the main dancer and a vocalist. She was born February 27, 2000. She is Japanese and she was a member of a disbanded Japanese girl group called Orange Latte. I really like that name. I know. I like that <laughs> name a lot too. <laughs> yeah. 
so she was on girls planet 999 she was eliminated in episode eight so she did make it pretty far um her final rank was j17 um and if you weren't here for when i covered kepler oh yeah because i'm doing I, I i wanted to do this group because it was like a continuation of girls planet so i was like i have to do this do this group i've already done the initial research so here we go anyway um <laughs> So Girls Planet 999, it had 33 girls from Korea, 33 girls from Japan, and then 33 girls from uh, China to make up one N group of nine girls. And so they were all ranked from like K1 to 33 and such. So her final rank was J17. And um, for those that are like, oh, I watched that. What was she in? She she performed in Fancy, the fifth season, and Salute. Um, all right. Next up, we have Ara. Ara, yes. So she is a vocalist. She was born January 23rd, 2002. She is a former Cube Entertainment trainee. And I threw in this little tidbit of information for our editor, irish she is friends with treasures yadam so there you go i don't even know who that is i know that that's what i was about to say is i don't even know if we'll know who that is but i threw that in for him and um uh ara got eliminated in episode five so this was the first round of eliminations when they were still when they were eliminating by um cells so a cell contained one member of each group so one k member one j member and one c member so she was eliminated in the first round um but she did she performed black mamba and pretty you um nice yeah which for pretty you was for the connect mission which she which that group received a voting benefit so she wasn't like the better group of that next up we have so next up we have rona 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 i think is what it is she is a vocalist she was born june 5th 2002 she is taiwanese she was born in China, but raised in Taiwan. And she was also in Girls Planet 999. She was also eliminated in episode five. So the first round of eliminations. Um, she performed Helicopter and the fifth season. And her, her final, oh, I didn't write. Oh, sorry. So for Ara, her final rank was K26. I did not write what her cell ranking was, but for Rona, her final rank was C22 and her cell ranked 29th. Um, and there was 33 cells. So she, that her cell did not get many votes, but I can, I'll talk more about that later. So next we have the girl that went the farthest in Girls Planet 999. And that is Ririka, I think. Ririka or Ririka, something like that. She is the lead vocalist. She was born July 2nd, 2002. She is Japanese. And again, we were uh, revisiting something. She is also a former member of Orange Latte. Oh, okay. Back. Yes. And actually, this just reminded me of um, when they did in Girls Planet like the initial like dances 
like initial performances, like in front of everyone. I remember her and who else was in Orange Lasse? Hannah, Hannah. I remember. Yeah. I remember them recognizing each other. They were like, oh my God, you're in this too? So that just reminded me of that. And so she was eliminated in episode 11 and her ending rank was her. So when they got to this elimination, it wasn't like based off of like J group, C group, K group anymore. It was just based off of like personal rank. And her ending rank was P21. And so she participated in Fancy, Yes or Yes, Ice Cream, and Shoot. And she actually made it. And like I said, she got eliminated in episode 11, which means she made it to the semifinals. So she was a semifinalist. Um, Yeah, she made it the farthest in there. And um, she appeared on Nizzy Project Season 1, whatever that is. I did not look into it. I apologize. And so now we have our final member, and that is Elva. Elva, Elva, I think. Um, she was born May fifth, two thousand three. She is the rapper and magne. Um, she is Korean, but she lived most of her life in Taiwan, so she can't speak Korean very well. Cause her family all speaks Taiwanese Mandarin. She is the youngest, but the tallest, and it's true. She's so tall. She's very tall. How tall is she? <sighs> it doesn't say but like you can tell like in the videos and stuff that she like towers (laughs) because like I was surprised that um she was the youngest and I just added this little uh tidbit she is a fellow army and follows all the members on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and she is the only one that did not participate in Girls Planet 999 at all so at least that I can tell. I don't know. I don't think she auditioned for it. It doesn't say on K profiles that she did. Um, so yeah, so those are all of our members. And so now I want to talk about their the album that they came out with. So they came out, they debuted with their single album Love and Bloom. But they also came out with a song called Azalea, which was actually released pre-debut. It was performed on like a music show on um, like, I think it was performed on K-pop Contour. And so this was actually, yeah, like I said, it was a pre-release, like a pre-debut. I think they released it um, because they couldn't debut when they originally were going to. So it was kind of like a, I don't want to say like a gift, but like, here you go. We'll, we'll debut in a few days. Yeah. Like, what sold you over type thing. So it was, I don't, I did not want to see if it was performed before or after they posted the choreography video. I would imagine they posted it after, but they did post um, the choreography video for Azalea on March 21st. Um, so yeah. And so I, I really like this song. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when groups debut with, you know, their single and if they have one other song they also release, that other song is usually like, you know, it's okay, but you still prefer like the song they debuted. I yeah. honestly don't know which song I like more. Like I thought Azalea was very strong. It's it's different from um their song Love and Bloom. It's it's really like innocent and soft and it gives and I've seen other people kind of describe it as early G-friend or 
um, Oh My Girl. And I was like, that's perfect. Like that was like the perfect description. It gives very like early, like G friend vibes. So if you um, are a fellow G friend person and so, yeah, if you, is that what their fandom is called? G friend person? I, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what their fandom was called. I'm sorry. I'm a fake fan. I came, I, I didn't come at them until they were like basically disbanded. So I didn't even get a chance. Giving you a hard time. I know. Um, But yeah, so if you were really into like early G-Friend days, I highly recommend checking out Azalea. Um, I I highly recommend checking out this group in general, but really Azalea if you're into that. And so the song... Every time you say it, though, I can only picture Iggy Azalea, which I do not like. Okay, hold on to that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have something else, but... Before I get into that, the song, the meaning of the song, which they so gracefully put down at the bottom of the screen, the meaning of the song for when they performed it on the K-pop contour. It's a song about planting a seed of love in anticipation for it to blossom brilliantly one day. And so every time in this song they sing Azalea, it sounds like Activia to me. And I just keep like thinking it's like an advertisement for Activia. (laughs) It sounds like it to me. I know it's it's just the way they say az- Azalea, but it sounds like Activia to me. Um, yeah, that's that was my hold your thought on that. That was my it, yours is better. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like their inspiration for this song was in fact Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Imagine. Um, I really like the choreo for this song. The choreo for both songs is really good. I really like the choreo for this one because it has a lot of specific hand movements, which always just seem very complicated to me. Like to me, it it reminds me of, you know, like rubbing your belly and patting your head, you know, just like, God, I can barely do that. Right. And so they're doing all these hand movements and they do like at this one point, I put down my favorite moves. Whenever they sing Azalea, they do like this like flower hand movement that like blooms out oh, and it's just cool. it's so cool and then they do like you know like the the shy emoji like the f- the pointer fingers like pointing at each other you know oh, yeah 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 they do that in there and i thought that was really cute um but yeah so that is azalea i really like that song and then for love and bloom wow i didn't write down anything for this song i wrote down everything for azalea i did write down the meaning of love and bloom and it is love finally blossoming blossoming after it was carefully planted in azalea so it was like a continuation from their pre-debut azalea it's like they're finally blossoming you know whatever and so something i did notice when i was watching the video for love and bloom um i don't know if this was coincidence or if it was like a like a honage to like girls planet um but it probably is just a coincidence but like one of the girls like a couple of their costumes I guess resembled like just really looked like their uniforms in girls planet 999 oh yeah like the uniforms that they always had to wear like for like elimination and stuff so it 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 looked like that so I didn't know if that was kind of like a homage or if it was maybe just a coincidence it's probably just a coincidence I don't know but um yeah, Love and Bloom is a really pretty song. I do like it. <sighs> I had something else I was going to say about it, and then I forgot what it was. So I did watch a few performances um, of the group, and something I really liked about... Okay, first off, let me take a step back. 
So earlier today I did, cause I was curious cause I was like, well, let me see where they started off at in Girls Planet. Um, so I watched like their starting songs and like the massive improvements that have been made since like the starting performance in girls planet 999 to their live performances of this it's just like it's amazing like they've grown so much like it's it hasn't even been a year since that yeah it's been like what eight months since that started um and so it really just kind of shows like i guess that's really you can really say that about any type of like music show like that because usually a lot of times they start with like 100 people or so yeah um and so you don't really get to see a whole lot for each individual person you know Mm -hmm. like some of these girls like got eliminated based off of their cells and there's 33 cells and it's like unless you had like a popular like a really popular girl in your group or something or like someone like super super like show-stopping like talented in your group you're not gonna get um like the same votes you know and so like that one girl she her cell rank was like 29 but like she's phenomenal in this it's like you don't really just because they were eliminated early on doesn't mean that they aren't talented i don't know mm-hmm. because yeah. like these girls were like super talented you have to like go through you're like one of thousands just to get on the show yeah yeah like one of these girls didn't even make it onto the show and she's the leader of the group and like the lead vocalist or yeah something like that main vocalist what is she yeah main vocalist so like yeah i don't know if that i don't know how coherent that was if that made sense but yeah they did improve a lot um some of the girls improved a whole lot and i just say some of the girls because some of the girls were more like shaky and stuff in the initial performances of girls planet than they were now as like eily one group um so now let me go talk about their live performances that I've watched. And what I like is, especially because they came from Girls Planet 999, for Girls Planet 999, you had to sing live, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't like lip syncing or anything. And so for this, and like, as I'm watching them live, you can tell that they're singing live and yeah. like, not in like a bad way at all, but you can, you can kind of tell the difference between like their actual live voice and like the background, mm-hmm. you know, music that is going and it still sounds really good. And they sound like stable for the most part, but then, you know, occasionally you'll get like that, that little bit of shakiness or whatnot, but I thought they sounded really good live. And it was just such a drastic difference for some of them versus like that first performance girls planet um but i yeah i'm really excited to see what they do in the future um i think i think they could like be something pretty big you know and like um i feel like if girls planet 999 did something like the treasure show was supposed to do like to have the two groups like this could have been it this these could this could have been the two yeah 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 um like it was just really good um but yeah i think that's all i have i think just make sure let me just scroll through my yeah yeah that's all i have for my debut group of the week all right all right all right all right all right yeah highly recommend 
Jack All right. Should I go? <laughs> Should I go? No, you know, I just I, yeah, I figured we could end yeah. the podcast. Yeah, that's and, fine. Like I, I I figured my group was good enough just for the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so like normal, since you did a girl group, I am covering a boy group this time. We, I feel like I usually do the boy groups and you usually do the girl groups. Yeah, last month was the only time I did a boy group. <laughs> Who did I talk about last time? Uh, XG, Tippy Toes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I would have done the boy group if this wasn't a Girls Planet 999 group, okay? Uh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I would have done it. All right. So the group that I'm going to talk about today is Unite. It is a nine-member boy group. They are under a label called Brand New Music, which is a pretty small group, uh, small entertainment company. And this is their first boy group in three years. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So they were kind of announced. There was a prologue video that was put out in February 25th of this year. And the members appeared as a group for the first time. They, um, there was like a beats of like a Morse code message that were in the background. And then it kind of introduced the boys one by one. And then I was um, interested by how their debut went because... They officially debuted only two weeks ago um, mm-hmm. on April 20th. But then when I was looking for their music videos and debut stages and all, two weeks before that, they actually released their first music video. So mm. at the very at like the ve- beginning of April or the first week of April, they released a music video for everybody. And then their official debut was on April 20th. And they had their debut stage and they performed one of nine and everybody. And one of nine is like the official title track because that's like what's on yeah. all their like promotional stuff. And April 20th is when their first album dropped. And this is, again, just loving the trend of putting out multiple songs at debut. I think it's great. I particularly think it's great because... Hold up. Sorry. Okay. Did you did, did you say their debut date? Yeah, April 20th. 420? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually surprised you didn't say that. The first I, I just realized it. <laughs> so I have yeah. it up too. That was actually the last time we recorded too, isn't it? Was it? I think so. Anyway. It might have been. <laughs> Um, so I'll talk a little bit more about their album later, of course, but I particularly like that they debuted with like a whole mini album. Well, I guess I don't know. It's not a mini album. I don't know what it is. It says EP like, album. It's like yeah, seven I don't, tracks, isn't I don't it? Like, what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't it's like seen that many in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, and their album, I just feel like has like a lot of different style on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's especially great that they put out so many songs at once. Uh, yeah, six songs. So I'll get into their album in a bit, but I of course wanted to introduce the members. So there are nine of them. And, oh, for crying out loud, now my battery's dying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is going great. Yes. Uh, The first one is Unho. He was born March 25th, 2001. He's the leader and the main vocalist. He was born on the same day as Treasures Mashiho, who I know that I know that Irish knows who that is because you mentioned him a million times. Yeah, I recognize that name, (laughs) which means he has mentioned him. (laughs) Right, right. So he is the leader and the main vocalist. Then we have Unsang. 
Yeah, this he, is the guy that reminds me of the guy from a tease. Yeah, I can see that. He's also a leader. So they have like a oh, dual nice. leader. Uh, so he's also a leader and a vocalist. He, he was born on Jeju Island. And he is good at English. <laughs> we love to see it. Unsung is the other leader and a vocalist. He was born October 26th, 2002. So all of them are pretty young, like 19, 20 Mm-hmm. ish um and he's a former member of x1 i feel like we've mentioned them before yeah they were okay it's because they're the group formed by the 11 contestants of produce oh okay yeah yeah gotcha so that makes sense why yeah. that sounds familiar um then the next member is steve as you may guess he's from the u.s he was born in los angeles but moved to south korea when he was 14 years old he uh he doesn't have a position listed yet he was born on march 9th 2002 and then the next member is hyun sung i hope i'm saying these correctly he was born october 15th 2002 he's a main dancer and then we've got hyung sok he was born November 6, 2002. Again, his position isn't listed yet either. A lot of them don't have, there's not like a ton of information about them yet. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah. Um, it's weird because there's like a, a really, there's like a, a lot of information about Unho and Unsung, but not a lot of information about the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Uno, he was born April 5th, 2003. He is listed as a vocalist and visual. And then we have Day, I think is how you pronounce um, his stage name. June 11th, 2003, he was born. I think he... it's D. D? Oh, are you looking at the angle? Day? Day. Maybe. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Don't mind me. His birth name is Sehyun. Yeah. So... It's D E Y. <laughs> yeah. He is the main rapper. I really like his hair. I don't know. I know. I was like, is. he's pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very I really pretty. like his hair. He's also, I really like his rapping style. He sounds really good. Um, a fan. He was also a contestant on high school rapper, a uh, high school rapper for. And then I keep thinking I'm getting to the Machna and I'm not. <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> the next one is Kyung Moon. Mun. Kyung, Kyung, Kyung Mun. Kyung, Kyung Mun. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm probably all wrong. <laughs> he is vocalist. He was born on June 29th, 2003. And then we've got the Machna. Sion. Sion. Okay, that's uh, my brain just wants to call it Sion. <laughs> Sion. Yes, he's the Machne. He was born on October 19th, 2004. How old does that Jeez. make him? Like 18? Yeah. Barely. We've seen yeah. younger. So he is young. There's no information he looks about young. him. He looks so young. Yeah, all it says is that he was the fifth member to be revealed. Yeah. And he doesn't have a position yet. Wait, on December 2nd, 2020? Is that a typo? I don't know. Yeah, because that seems bananas. <laughs> yeah, because everyone Doesn't else was sense. released like January of 2022. Yeah. I think it's just a typo. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Because true. they're all, it all says 2020 except for one member. Okay, yeah. Then so um, it's more likely. Unless they were set to debut back then and then not. But I fig- I figured if that's yeah. the case, there would be a lot more information on them. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway. All right. So those are the nine members. Like I said, we don't have too much information about them. Some of the positions have been announced. Some of them have not been. 
Um, but we did get a six track album from them. It is called Unibirth. And it really like what's counting as their debut single, I believe, is one of nine, since that's what's like on the all the promotional stuff, like I said. Mm-hmm. But the first track of the album is Unibirth, which I really liked. Let me look at my notes on these songs. Yeah, I I liked um, I think I liked all the songs. I liked um, I liked all the songs. This has been happening recently where the debut song from these groups that are debuting with actual albums. Yeah. That whatever their like main title debut song is, is like the one I like the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't not like one of nine. It's just not my favorite on the album. Yeah. The have you watched the music video for it? I don't think I've watched the full thing. It's basically the whole concept is like wanting a girl to choose you and like they're kind of competing with each other but then (laughs) throws me off a little bit and I guess this is kind of true of the XOXO Somi music video too you know how her boyfriend in that video is represented by that like weird dog yeah thing (laughs) well in this music video for one of nine there's like a giant sentient teddy bear oh yeah okay i remember that yeah now. yeah and i think that's supposed to be represent the girl they're fighting over but they're not really fighting over because they're like all amicable <laughs> like but they still want her to choose them and it's kind of it, it they're in a place that's called uni village but it's also a school <laughs> and then there's like there's campaign posters for each of them and and towards the end the teddy bear votes like and all nine of their names are listed but the teddy bear votes for all nine of them Same. i don't know <laughs> it was a lot Me with bts yeah right <laughs> uh yeah maybe they're coming out the gate like right away like no solo stands yeah. we will not tolerate those love it it is kind of a goofy music video like i'm not gonna lie yeah i have um, it up right now a lot it's of their pretty much kind of their whole vibe is kind of like really bright and pastel and like bubblegummy. Like mm-hmm. Unsung is holding a Daniel Steele novel in his hand in his promotional photo, which I think is just really funny to me for some reason. Um and I really don't want this to come off as like a negative at all, or even to say like girls can only do one type type of song and boys can only do one type of song. But one of nine and then their song I've got the feeling really for some reason just felt like they were originally girl group songs for some reason Mm. and I think the reason I felt so much that way with I've got a feeling is I don't know have you ever listened to perfume they're j-pop I don't think so okay they're incredible check them out um they were like also one of the first bands to like perform with holograms of themselves (laughs) nice uh yes (laughs) highly recommend they have this song called spring of life that's one of their most popular songs and it's not that I've got a feeling sounds exactly like it but there's some kind of quality to it that is so similar to spring of life for some reason like I feel like those two songs should be in a mashup together but I think that's why my brain is like this should be a girl group song and it's not I don't know why I don't know why but if you ever get a chance to listen to spring of life listen to it back to back with uh I've got the feeling and tell me if you think I'm crazy, which it's totally possible. Also, side note, I (laughs) 
<laughs> you you had mentioned the promotional pictures and stuff, so I went to go look. Yeah. And, um, Kyungman, the book mm-hmm. he's holding up is titled "GI Jews." Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> he's here. I don't. Why? I don't know. I hope that's not a problematic book. Um, it says how World War II changed a generation. <laughs> so it could go either way. By Got Deborah it. Dash Moore. Oh, now I kind of want to look into that book. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, at this point, you guys know that K-pop has like swept the world. Yeah. Like, why why are we not looking into things more? And it's not even just like problematic things. Like sometimes I feel just like with English lyrics, they could change it just a little bit. It would make more sense. You know what I mean? Anyway, I guess my point was with even mentioning the spring of life and like how I feel like one of nine and I've got the feeling are, are like really poppy and then everybody and um ring 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 are kind of like more R&B like they almost have like a little bit of 90s vibe to them mm-hmm. like something you'd listen to like at a kickback like cookout in the summer <laughs> I don't really know how to categorize Odyssey at all do you know what song that is no because I when I listen to the album Oh, wait, that's not even on this. No. What is Odyssey? It sounds- it's one of the songs on there, but I, I just don't know wait. how I would categorize the sound of it. I'm Oh, I wasn't looking at the actual album. I was looking at their popular songs. Oh, Odyssey. Yeah, when I when I was listening to the album, it, I had I put it on right before I was going to take a nap. So I was like falling asleep as I was listening to it. Not to say anything about the album and that it put me to sleep. It's just... I wasn't paying full attention to it. So no, I don't know how to categorize it. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like epic sounding. Um, And I mean, the lyrics are kind of like they're going on an odyssey. I mean, the title would imply that it's some sort of like epic journey. So it's like anthemic is that how you is that the, what is, is that, that the word? adjective you would like ant like a like come on come on english teacher like an anthem and being rousing or oh uplifting. okay <laughs> now i get it. i didn't know i had to memorize all the definition of the words i use yeah it's anthemic well when I you use a big word say. like that yes <laughs> Oh, right. Well, the root word is anthem. You could have put well, two and two together. You could have said root word anthem. I was just, oh, I don't, I, I got stressed out. I'm like, I have never heard this word <laughs> in my life. Am I supposed to know what this is? Like, I am a product of the American education system. I would like to say that in everybody, they do have a lyric that says smooth like butter, which I can only love it. The BTS shout out. Love it. Uh, But yeah, anyway, I really liked the I really liked the album. Um, It's kind of rare for me to like the entire album for like a new group. Yeah. Or that's not even true. I think I'm just one of those people that always prefers to listen to music I already know. And I know that's mm-hmm. doesn't make sense because you have to learn songs some way. But shoot, then why didn't you knock me down when I mentioned us doing debuts every month? <laughs> 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 hey, I mean, it's forcing us to get out of our comfort zone. So, right. yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. And then I'm always you know I'm always like late to the party and then I'm like kicking myself for not having been listening to something for months and months so yeah (laughs) so this groups doing these AP groups is really good for me because I like I know for a fact I would have never listened to this album otherwise and I actually really enjoy the whole album and I think too 
with us looking into debuts, we have been looking at a lot of groups that aren't put out by the major, you know, oh, big yeah. three. So yeah, like a lot of the groups that came out this um, this past month in April, a lot of like their debut like music videos didn't even reach a hundred thousand views. And I think the main difference, if I'm being completely honest, is music videos in terms of like the smaller entertainment companies and the bigger ones. But I've been really impressed with the production quality of the actual music and albums. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just because like music videos are very expensive to make. Oh, yeah. Especially like the high concept ones that I feel like K-pop is known for where there's like a whole crazy backstory to everything and it connects and there's like effects and but it has been a good opportunity for us to listen to groups that we might not have otherwise come across like we're purposely well I say we're you're purposely (laughs) seeking out debut groups for us to look at and I'm along for the ride yeah you would have been like today like oh all right what's what day what debut group am I doing I know okay I came in really strong in January right I I was posting group and then I was making playlists and (laughs) that lasted and then it was February (laughs) (laughs) it's like new year's resolution Yeah, honestly. The immediate fall off. <sighs> it's all right because K profiles makes it all nice and neat in that list. So I can just go from honestly. there. Except like half the time it'll say debut, but it'll actually be like a Japanese group. And it's like, I thought this was K profiles. Do we have anything else that we are covering this week? I don't think so. I mean, we're getting we're, we're getting, getting a new BTS, BTS album. Okay. Well, and we talked an- about that last anthology. Uh, yeah. So that'll be cool. I, I hope um Snoop Dogg's song's on there. I know, right? I hope that that's like, because three new songs are going to be on it. I, I hope that's like the main track. I really want to give. The only thing that could be one of the three new tracks that I would put as a higher priority than a Snoop Dogg collab <laughs> would be Cypher Part 5. <laughs> It's true, but you know it won't. I know. I know. And I will be writing a strongly worded letter to Hybe if War of Hormone does not go on the anthology. Oh, yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Hope you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Listening. Yes. Thank you. Um, We have socials. Simply Stanish, same spelling and everything as the podcast. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We have an email address, simplystanish at gmail.com. You can leave a review if whatever you're listening on does that. Ratings, tell your friends, all of that good, fun stuff, and interact with us on socials. Did you listen to these debut groups this month? Was there a debut group that we did not talk about that you really enjoyed? Let us know. Or who are you looking forward to debuting or has already debuted in March, not March, May? Let us know that as well on our socials. We would love to hear from you guys and talk with you guys. Um, But yeah, I think that'll be, that's it, right? That's all the fun stuff we got. Yeah. And until next time, stand Stand responsibly. responsibly. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
what's that one song step back i don't know ignore me keep going yeah <laughs> irish cut that out <laughs> i'm reaching the point of the night where i'm slap happy yeah anyway I haven't eaten dinner yet what are you doing with your life